Hello, it's episode 83. I had Tessa Davis on, longtime friend. She's been on several episodes before this. A um, couple episodes called the Bean Squad. Bean Squad episodes, Tessa and Alex. Uh, we had a little group going for a while. Finally got Tessa back on. It's been a while. Good to catch up with her. Had a great episode. Talked about a lot of things. I was supposed to upload uh, an episode sooner before this prior I was in Fort Collins in Denver, went with a comedian friend of mine, Skylar Potter. Uh, he had some shows out there, and I just kind of escorted him around and did some mics. I did about four mics there. It was fun. Uh, three of them, you know, nobody cared. One of them was really good. But, you know, it's just how it works with mics and everything, and there's way more comics out there. So had to wait a long time to go up, you know. It's a lot harder to to get the stage time that we get here. Because we can go for like 10 minutes, sometimes 15 minutes at open mics in Amarillo. Just because there's not that many comics, you know. But over in Denver, there's like, you know, 30 or more at each open mic. So you got to cut time, cut everything down to three minutes, which is fun. It's cool. It's interesting. I like doing it. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Did some great things there. Um, at the time of my life, really, a lot of good things happened. A lot of fun. A lot of A lot of hilarity. So it was, uh, and I got to meet really cool, uh, really funny people. A lot of great comics out there. It was awesome. Saw some great shows. Everything was good, man. Everything was solid. And we were supposed to record a podcast. We just never got to it. We were hanging out at the Motel 6 and getting lost around town. We just never, um, so eventually Skyler's going to be on my podcast. It just hasn't happened yet. I've also got another podcast, High History, which, uh, George has the file. I just need to get it from him. So there's like, you know, another podcast that needs to be needs to be uploaded soon. But anyway, we'll get to it uh, very soon, I promise. And those will come out. And I'm also doing another podcast tomorrow with a guy named Shinigama. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. His name is Chris. Uh, he makes music, great music. Uh, he's a rapper. I don't know what you call it. Kind of metal, kind of hip-hop, kind of blends things together. But uh, I'm super excited about that one. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. Had a great time. Uh, hanging with Tessa, talked a lot about uh, how she wants to, how she's working towards, working towards becoming a professor, just getting a higher education, and she has a lot of interesting views on life. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for listening. This intro is brought to you by Talon Duncan and Black Sheep. I've had them both on my podcast before. You can go back and find interviews from both of them. I've had them both on twice. Uh, not at the same time. But, yeah, they collaborated for this song called Alive. You can find it on YouTube. I'll drop a link for it. Thank you for listening, guys. I love you. Oh, and by the way, there's also a uh, promo code you can use if you need some supplements. AtlasSupco.com. That's Atlas, S-U-P-P-C-O.com. If you need some supplements, they got a great pre-workout called Conviction. They got some BCAAs that you drink during your workout called resolve they go great together super cheap made here locally the day i ordered it i got it delivered to my house it was pretty cool but um yeah use the promo code jt15 and help out my homie talon he makes music he's a personal trainer and a super talented dude he made this beat that i'm about to play for you guys like i said it's featuring black sheep another good uh rapper out there another good performer so please enjoy it. Please look it up. Click the link later and enjoy the episode. Thank you. I'ma keep grinding like I never die. This is what makes me alive. This is what 
28 a.m. I'm here with Tessa Davis, a longtime friend. She's been a guest like six times probably. I don't know. Former member of the Bean Squad. If you guys remember that, go check out the old episodes of the Bean Squad. We used to tear shit up. (laughs) Anyway, something I haven't done with my guests that I probably should do is just like give them uh, like a quick brief background to the audience so they know who I'm talking to. I'm very unprofessional, but now I'm learning things as I go on, like, hey, ask them about their background. So let's just start um, day one. You were a baby. Um, I was. I was, unfortunately, <laughs> without consent, I was a baby. What is rough. A lot, I've surveyed a lot of babies, and a lot of them don't give consent. Yeah. So It's really annoying. I don't even remember doing it. But, um, so you were... Uh, Born in 93? I was. Okay. Yeah. Claude, Texas? Amarillo, but close. Oh, I thought you lived You lived in Claude for a little bit, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> good times, good times. And then uh, we met at WT, had the same major. Wittemoo. Yeah. And had principals, I want to say. Probably with Drumheller? Yeah. Uh, nice lady. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, she's cool, I think. I don't no. know. No? She hated us. <laughs> Probably, but it's okay. Um, Matt and a few of our friends and I sat in the back and made a total joke of the whole class. Um, I have pictures as proof. Uh, we did a group project, which was a fucking joke. <laughs> but we had a great damn time. Yeah, I, I tended to make jokes of uh, like basically every class, so... That's true. I don't know how you graduated, honestly. It's kind of crazy. Like, I still had good grades, even though I took nothing seriously. So. It's because you're charming. Maybe that's it. Hi, Gretchen. Teachers were into me, I guess. No, they weren't. That's not true. Not at all. <laughs> I made that up. Anyway, you're still in school. You um, you have a master's, right? Are you still working on a master's? I am getting my master's. I will have my master's in May of 2020 um, in communication. My emphasis is... Soci- socio-economic academic development um, and online s- online dating structure and participation whoa wait that all that that whole sentence um <laughs> you're studying 
that specifically? Yes. So you can go and be, your goal is to be like a professor, right? Right. So, so you're, you're like, this is how dating works. Well. Socioeconomically. So there are two <laughs> separate things. So the socioeconomic academic development is study, I, my particular take on it is studying how children in low socioeconomic status m- break the barriers of socioeconomic or academic status through the journey of academia so from the time excuse me they're in either public or private school mm-hmm. all the way through college if they get there mm-hmm. and how what resources high schools give or do not give and how people like me which i um, am the white trash scholar that's what i like to call myself that's badass um, you should have a podcast called the white trash scholar <laughs> that actually sounds really cool right hmm. interesting anyway um <laughs> So, um, how those children harness what they have or what they don't have and use that to further themselves. So I grew up very, very poor. Mm -hmm. I went through high school. Um, the counselor told me I should probably just get a job after Mm -hmm. graduation. Didn't offer me assistance in that. And so I had to figure it out by myself. And then I got into academia and I realized I was good at it and I loved it. And Mm so I continued. So I just kind of wanted to see what what high schools are missing mm-hmm. um, and what support can be given to those who maybe don't have familial support um, to That's get awesome. into academia or trade. I mean, either yeah. way. For sure. For yeah. sure. I like that a lot. But uh, when you graduated high school, that's what they said? They said you should probably just get a mm-hmm. job? Mm. Even though I had a 4.0. And what school, what high school did you go to? Claude. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm sure the education system was just bleh, you know. Well, and I think, you know, <laughs> it's it's easy to think that everyone is afforded the same opportunities, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely not afforded the same opportunities. And I mean, the education system's broken anyway. Yeah. Like we all know that. Um, but I think I think there are a lot more elements to mm-hmm. it. Did you know, like, uh, well, from what I've heard, I don't have any evidence on it. It's just anecdotal. But uh, the South part of the United States uh, education system is, um, we learn a lot less than, you know, people in the, in the northern states. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Um, because the emphasis for us, honestly, isn't on academia. It's, it's on Texas sports. history. Texas, like Texas <laughs> history or like sports, yeah. you know. Like, it didn't matter if you, you know, if you're a football player and mm. you don't, you didn't do your work. The coaches would chide your teachers until you, they gave you a C so mm. you could play. So you're not learning things. You're not being pushed to learn things. Mm-hmm. You're being coddled like a child. Yeah, I, see, I feel that. What's your What's your take on that when it comes to like sports? Because I know like a lot of colleges, um, they emphasize sports more than they emphasize like a lot of the money will go towards sports instead of, you know, investing um, in new technologies for classes and things like that. Well, so I think the the um, the problem is sports mainly comes from boosters mm-hmm. so they want to appease the boosters just like you would want to appease an investor if you have a business for sure so that's why they're doing it i don't think it's okay i think sports are good and fine and teach you valuable things i guess mm-hmm. i mean I, I didn't learn anything besides how to throw up at 7 a.m but like discipline um you know it teaches you those things but there are other programs that teach you those things as well that mm-hmm. could use funding um i was in the band program i like to think that it taught me a lot um, yeah, you can get the same principles from band as you do. I mean, it's working in a team. Yeah, it's yeah. the exact same thing. Or even UIL, if you're doing UIL um, debate, mm-hmm. same thing. 
you know, For same sure. team dynamic. So I don't know. I think I think it's a problem because there are valuable things. Like honestly, I think reinvesting in like STEM subjects and pushing those for both genders is something that needs to happen because mm. I never, ever, and I know I'm very, I think it's right brain that's creative, right? I have no idea. I don't remember. Very one of those brains, but I'm very creative. I'm very good at writing, things like that, and I know that, but that doesn't mean I couldn't have been great at a STEM subject either, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really pushed for women. Mm-hmm. It was pushed for you know the young men you know you want to be a chemist you want to do all these things and then like a person i know from high school is going to be an aeros something zara if you ever listen to this sorry girl i i know what you're trying to do aerospace engineer just kidding i don't know it might be it that might be it something like that um and then i have another friend who's doing coding but those mm-hmm. things are never, you have to make that decision afterwards if you're a woman, like yeah. after high school, because you're not pushed to do those things. Mm-hmm. Even if you excel at them, you're not really pushed to do those yeah. things. Yeah, and, I, think and I don't even know what those things are. So STEM? Yeah. Science, uh, technology, engineering, math. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, see. So like chemistry, so, you know, math, and math yeah. in general. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, I think. But also, I'm not in the school district. But, I mean, teachers need to get paid more. Can we get an amen? Amen. They, they make the same that I do. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't. I mean, I do a lot of work, but I don't do mm-hmm. near as much as they do. And, and I don't pay out of pocket. For is, there, is there not a simple way to, uh, you know, increase wages for teachers? I think that they, I think that, um, I want to say it was HB 23 lately, the House bill, um, that did raise... Um, raise teachers' uh, mm. wages two billion in Texas. Oh, nice! But think about the distribution of that. Yeah. And there's a lot less, but there's a lot less teachers now. Yeah. We've got a lot, you know. It's just their benefits are mm-hmm. good, but eh, it kind of just depends. It's just like I was talking about being a professor. There are different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't different levels of being a teacher, but there are different social levels yeah. of being a teacher. I guess. Like, and I think um, I think all teachers, not all teachers, I think most teachers should get paid more. But there's also like <laughs> if you coach and then you're just a teacher, you don't yeah. you don't actually teach. <laughs> no, you don't. I, we have all had a history a history teacher that was a coach. And what did you learn? The book. We, like literally, you did busy work out of the book. We just watched The West Wing. In economics, I didn't learn any economics. I wish. And he would threaten us. He'd be like, "Oh, you guys want to be loud? You want to do work?" Okay, I'd like to learn economics. I'm just like, no, we're watching West Wing. It's okay. <laughs> I just, I've never understood that. And I understand that you have to, you, you, it is required that you're both. Mm-hmm. So, which is weird to me. I don't think that, I don't think it does much good, but I, I do know, I mean, there are a lot of teachers who get burned out, burned mm-hmm. out really fast. That makes really sense. Fast because they're not. If they don't, if you don't have spousal support as well, I think that takes a toll on you. Yeah, for honestly. sure. Like that movie, Freedom Riders. It's oh. the only reference I have to is fake teachers. <laughs> fake teachers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I, the public school system is broken as shit. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's the administration pay versus the teacher pay. Come on. I don't even know what. <coughs> what that gap is but i know it's big yeah oh yeah but i mean it's that it's that way in higher ed too so mm. 
Interesting. It's just a general. But uh, so once you get your master's degree, you said you have to go to an you have to go into professorship. Is that like a you have to do more testing, more learning, more so, studying? Once I get my master's, I <coughs> uh, professorship is just me having being a professor, me mm-hmm. having a job as an instructor, as a professor, nice. whatever. So what you what I'm going to do? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Any higher ed people that may listen to this, um, I'm doing my CV right now, which is your resume, but CV and academic world um and then i'm just gonna distribute it and see see who's who's out there hiring honestly and see what i can get because i really like i know this is what i want to do i did it for a year and i loved it every day of it was what i looked forward to during the week and i love to research and i love to learn and so you know you got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and if that's for me being a part-time instructor (laughs) (laughs) um if that for me is you know starting out as a part-time instructor and getting a bartending job or something at night Mm -hmm. then that's what i'll do nice i'm actually starting a college i'll hire you okay south harman institute of technology shitheads yo yo let me just let all the audience know there's a corgi in here and she's like roly poly what <laughs> she's so cute and she's um snoring in the corner that's why we keep laughing at her <laughs> she looks cute though she does look cute she looks like a little tootsie roll hi gretchen <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, funny she's so cute um but yeah no that's what that's a plan um, I looked at, I've been looking into PhD programs at UT, mm-hmm. UTA, which is expensive. Um, For sure. But I have looked in Boulder. Um, I've looked in, um, I looked at Tech. Tech is the cheapest online one, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Or I could just go wild, go crazy, go to Portland, go to DC, go somewhere. Nice. But so, you, you said you'd want to go to DC? I love DC. Ugh. It's just really like what's uh, appealing about it, like the architecture, the the weather. Um, architecture, weather, but really it's just the vibe. Uh, mm. To be hippie, but when I was there, I was the happiest I've ever been in my whole life. Really? Yeah, I was doing something I loved, which was presenting my research. I was mm-hmm. in a new, in a different city where nobody knew me and nobody could give a shit less what I was wearing or what I was doing. That's always fun. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean... And plus, I feel like you can be more weird in yeah. D.C. than you can in a little lol Amberella. You yeah, know? <laughs> I mean, and nobody cares what I did there, you know? Yeah. I went out dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were so kind to me. I literally have like 40 new Instagram followers from one night. Wow. Just going out, dancing, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I felt like I was doing, I was fulfilling what I was meant to do. That's and awesome. Was, that's a great feeling able to be creative and be honest about who i was mm-hmm. um and that's when i came out too so it's kind of oh, just came like out a, dc yeah hey happy pride month thanks i'm really excited bah! are you gonna go to pride would it i don't know what is this like march june 23rd what do they just walk around town no, no no it's not no it's a festival oh it's a festival yeah here they have a festival and you guys actually nah get in there mind Comedy should probably not be on the ballot. I just realized that maybe not. I don't have that many gay jokes. But you still have them. Do you want to get mauled? I wouldn't get mauled. Yes, you would. No, like I make myself the butt of the gay joke, so oh, okay. no pun intended. 
pay for that. Um, but yeah, happy Pride. I'm excited. It's going to be my first Pride as a, as not um, a fake ally, but now an actual LGBTQIA+. Plus but some, pe- some of the, the straight gays get upset with the, uh, the bisexuals. Have you seen that? Yes, I. That's kind of crazy. I am aware of that. <laughs> um, there is. I've been seeing some stuff on Facebook that's like, um, if you see a see a, a woman and a man together at Pride, that doesn't necessarily mean they're straight. They could be bi. They could be trans. You know, mm-hmm. all and all those people. Straight people belong at Pride too, but mm-hmm. only if you respect what Pride is and what happened. Yeah. And why Pride is what it is. But yeah, you kind of need straight people to like, you know, push the movement. Yeah, I mean, spread it, it's spread awareness. Being an ally. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, there's a lot of. You know, watch Paris is burning. You should watch Paris is burning. Um, it is. Look up Stone Stonewall Stonewall Jackson. Yes. No. <laughs> Gretchen is having a great time. What's, what's Paris is burning about? Um, let me give you the actual description before I murder it. Just like in person. Murder it. Yeah, I know. Murder, um, murder, murder it. Do you know any uh, bands that are playing at Pride? I don't at the moment. I feel like I'm going to be out of town. Wait, June 23rd? That's like a Sunday, huh? Because uh, I'm going to a wedding on the 22nd. Ooh. Yeah, it's a Sunday. Like, so I'll be in town. Um, the documentary focuses on drag queens living in New York City and their house culture. Which provides a sense of community and support for the flamboyant and often socially shunned performers. Groups from each house compete in elaborate balls that take cues from the world of fashion. Also touching on issues of racism and poverty, the film features interviews with a number of renowned drag queens, including Will Ninja, Pepper LeBeige, I can't even say this, and Dorian Quarry. So, I mean, Mm. do you know what the house structure is? Do you, do you know what that means? When they all live together? I have no idea. <laughs> yes, I know. So there are certain, there were certain, um, certain houses. So if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. ever, um, they have like, I'm trying to think. Oh, Kennedy Davenport. Okay. So that's one of the drag queens. Uh-huh. Well, then there are people in her family. It's like a, like a drag family. Mm. It's close to being a house, but I could give you this whole, would you like me to, um, we're just gonna, we're just gonna take to the internet. Cause I don't want to say something, miss, miss say something. Drag because, family. I like the idea of a drag family. Yeah. It's, I was really interesting. Um, so in in June of 1969, that's why Pride Month is in June. Um, the Stonewall riots. 69. Okay, good. Well, that's also good stuff. Um, anyway, <laughs> says the Stonewall Inn in the gay village of Gren- Greenwich Village, Manhattan, site of the 1969 Stonewall riots, the cradle of the modern LGBTQIA rights movement and the icon of the LGBTQ culture and gay pride is adorned with flags depicting colors of the rainbow. So this is um, pride commemorates the Stonewall riots. The history of the gay rights movement in this country is usually dated to 1969 when the patrons of a New York City bar fought back against a discriminatory police raid. On June 28, 1969, the police arrived at the Stonewall Inn, a gay bar in the Greenwich Village. And, yeah, so... Interesting. So they raided them because it was a gay bar? Uh Uh-huh. 
And they yeah. tried to say it was like something to do with drugs or yeah. something like They're that. They're just being pretty much just being dicks, kind of just like you know the South in in general now, but way worse mm-hmm. back in the day. But oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So. Um, but that was in New York. Yeah. I mean, a, I guess everyone was less progressive in '69. But in New, you know, in New York, one of the most well, I wouldn't say the most progressive place because we all know that's California. Yeah. But. Or yeah. Oregon. Oregon, yeah, you're right. But yeah, California seems to be passing all these like uh, environmental things. So. Dude, I watched this thing on Vice. Yes. Oh, days. Vice is so cool. Oh, Vice is the best. If you want real journalism, Vice. Anyway. Um, I watched um, something about crystal meth. I have I did not know how crystal meth got across the border. I have some. It's crazy. <laughs> we'll do it later. Um, have, have you ever heard about how they do this? No, in okay. their butts. I mean, some people, but the big uh, the big distributors. What they do is they take they make the crystal meth and then they put it in water and it dissolves the crystal meth so then they drive like a like an f-150 you know the toolboxes yeah okay so they fill the bottom with that water this the solution pretty much with the crystal meth crystal meth, meth solution that's interesting then, i wonder if i can put my contacts in that i think you'd have an interesting day for sure. <laughs> um but then they put diesel on top of it and so they actually separate uh-huh. because one is i don't know i don't know the science separate kind of like oil and water you know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah um, for sure so anyway so they do that and so whenever they're going through border patrol if they pop the thing all they smell is diesel and uh-huh. they don't know there's crystal meth underneath it so then but aren't they like hey why is this toolbox filled with diesel no there's you can do it's like a it's a thing oh. if you have a doyle a doyle dual pump oh yeah kind of thing yeah you can do that which is weird to me anyway but so then they um drive across and then they go to the the lab whatever it's normally some they rent a house mm-hmm. and all they do is separate it and then they let it dry out and then the crystal meth is back to the crystals that is science you guys think wow. that making drugs is like all these idiot kids yeah. no it's it's intelligent yeah. i mean i hate to say it but it's very intelligent but then, and no one's like does this meth smell like gasoline to you guys yeah like do you feel like but also they don't care they're fucking whacked yeah that's true they, they so, probably can't even smell probably haven't smelled in years true but then so in fresno this is i watched this whole thing about fresno. Oh, my dad lives in fresno shout out fresno really yeah cool well he's talking about at you know fresno is what is the hub of southern california for for meth hell yeah and proud of that and uh <laughs> the they talked to a dealer who wasn't even trying to be on camera because the laws in California about meth are fucking crazy. In a good way? No. Oh. <laughs> he was like, he had a baggie full of it. And he was like, if I got caught with this, I would just get a $150 fine. Really? A fine for meth. And he was like, this is the way, the government's way of population control. And I think he's right. Wow. I know that's crazy that I'm listening to drug dealers at this point in my life. But just think about it. Now, drug dealers got some knowledge. But sure. like marijuana is more heavily regulated mm-hmm. than crystal meth like what the hell but and it's because big pharma doesn't want you to feel good like i feel like yeah. marijuana has a lot of benefits i mean just like anything you can get addicted to it you can yeah. you know it can be negative mm-hmm. just like literally anything ever. for sure but big pharma really does not want you to feel good i'm telling you i believe it that's why like did you see uh denver put a cap on insulin yep. it was like the first state to do it yep like why didn't we do that 30 years ago you know, man, 
I feel like I feel like the Fed, federal st- like federal is going to come for Colorado at some point for some reason. They got shrooms. Yeah. They got <laughs> they've got shrooms. They've got marijuana. They've got insulin cap. It's crazy. I feel like it's it's got to be that it can't be that hard to lower drug prices. Um, it can't be, but people are lobbying against it so hard that it's really? just fucking stupid. Wow. Well, and I know because like the the Trump administration keeps saying like they're going to do something about it, but. I don't know. I don't know how that works. They probably just like, yeah, we'll do it eventually. You know. Like, yeah, I, feel I think like that's it's... every administration <laughs> says, yeah, we'll do it. Um, but the like for me, so I have um, hypothyroidism. So I have a lot of other shit. But does that mean just, you like have super strength? I will, fuck, I wish. <laughs> um, actually, oh, we'll get to that. Um, but so my medicine without insurance is like eighty dollars. Oh, and I'm like, y'all got me fucked up. It's not happening, and I have to it's have a medicine to regulate my body. Mm-hmm. So my body produces too much insulin. Mm-hmm. I mean, not insulin. Oh my gosh, too much hyperthyroid Thyroid hormone. And so, um, but it doesn't get filtered appropriately. I don't remember. He told me, and I just. Don't remember. Mm-hmm. I just take the pills and get on with my life, but you can die from it. Um, so that's wow. Fun. Yeah, you can die if, if it goes untreated. And when I got to the doctor, he was like, "It's the highest I've ever seen," and I was like, "Oh, solid. Fuck me." Mm. Um, that's why I'm. That's I said. Is that why I'm fat? I literally asked my doctor, "Is that why I'm fat?" And he mm-hmm. said, "That's like seventy percent." And I was like, "The fuck?" It's like seventy <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> at least honest. But I was like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> Um, oh man that's but since i got on mess and i've lost 40 pounds so oh, like, congratulations thanks hell yeah i know that's always good always good to hear yeah oh shit anyway um but back to the having superhuman strength thing uh-huh. i went to the dietitian and she does you know they do the little bmi calculator thingy mm-hmm. but they also do muscle mass and whatever yeah so for a person my height the normal muscle mass is like 78 pounds or something my muscle mass is 165 and i she was oh, like yeah. she did it three times and she was like you're really strong <laughs> and i was like am i because i feel like a little bitch i'm like are a you a bodybuilder <laughs> i was like okay and she was like i mean it might be from carrying a little extra weight around she's like but most of your body's pretty muscular mm-hmm. and i was like oh fuck you <laughs> i have noticed that guys guys who are like overweight have the best calves strong ass legs but um, um we gotta have some nice no my <laughs> legs are banging because i had to hold up all this other shit that's funny i uh i want to go to a dietitian yeah I mean, sounds fun i have from the hypothyroidism i have gallstones and three-fourths of my gallbladder <gasps> oh yeah i feel like i'm dying like 90 percent of the time <sighs> and i can't get s- surgery yet because i haven't met my deductible oh that's tough i'm sorry to hear that no, it's fine. Um, I'm just it's fine. <laughs> do you uh did you, do you pay for your own health insurance? Uh, no, the chamber pays for it. Nice. I need to find a job that gives me health insurance. Uh, yeah, and or I can just know, be a comedian a, and die. I make a comparable wage, mm-hmm. and they pay for my health insurance, which is really awesome. Um, like dental, I'm paying. I'm gonna get. Don't judge me. I haven't been to the dentist in like three years. I haven't been in a year at least. I need to go before I, I turn twenty six and lose my health insurance. <laughs> yeah, you need to go. Uh. But I'm getting a cleaning and four cavities filled for like 150 bucks, which is. Why you got sh- cavities? I brush your teeth, homie. Bitch, I brush my teeth twice a day. Oh, me too. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never had a cavity. I was always blessed. 
Well. Bless, no stress. But also, here's the tea, sis. Um, Tell us I, about the tea, sis. Tell them about the gun line, boss. Uh, so I, you know, my mom's a druggie. Everybody, hi everyone, my mom's a druggie. Who hi. has no teeth now? Looks hilarious. Anyway, mm. not um, even dentures. Nope, not even mm. dentures. And she's fifty. It's pretty funny. Anyway, Aww. so um, shout out to moms. <laughs> yeah, shout, yeah, out, shout to, out to Crystal Meth. Yeah, no, um, that for real. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, my mom's a druggie, so she never mm. gave a shit about me having health care in general mm-hmm. so like my teeth have been fucked up for a long time like yeah because i didn't go to, i mean i went to the dentist for the first time when i was 20 mm-hmm. that's tough. three wow 23 wow and so i had to get my wisdom teeth removed mm-hmm. um so you had a bunch of problems you didn't even know about mm-hmm. but i knew i had problems though because my mouth would swell like back oh here, and man so i look like a frog which ribbit ribbit bitch but ribbit ribbit um so I got those removed and dude, this is adult. This is, we should just call this adult cast. Adult cast. Yeah. Depression. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> like Batman. I'm Robert Pattinson. <laughs> you know what is my my guilty pleasure is TikTok. That's really sad. I didn't know you were twelve. Dude, like, I've, there's some <laughs> funny shit on there. I think you would enjoy no, there, it. I've definitely seen some funny stuff. Um but there's one like audio or whatever they're doing and it's like i'm gonna dip my balls in some thousand dollar dressing because i got depression (laughs) and i think that runs through my head probably all day every day that's hilarious i feel like tiktok is is like a new vine It, it it is but it's a little better because there's more editing capabilities there's more but i will tell you some creepy shit that's on there um like the uh ddlg Dick fetish, dirty uh, dick, long Greg, Greg, yes, Greg. <laughs> um, it's it, dominant daddy, little girl. Oh, fetish. oh, yeah, it's fucking weird. Like and child like, porn? No, it's like it's like BDSM, but a sector of it, but not really. Okay, so here's the thing like, I don't support this. When, yeah, no, I don't support it on an app where there are children. <laughs> there is a time and place for that kind of behavior, and mm. it's not on an app with children. Children are on every app now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the regulate, I don't know. How do you regulate the world? You can't. You I just got to hide technology from your kids. Yeah. Until they're 23. Yeah. That's a better time she walked away from me. <laughs> <laughs> But then if you do that, I feel like if you're super restrictive, then your kids are going to go fucking buck wild. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like that's, that's proven. That's not like, like a... Like Catholic schoolgirls. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. They're so restricted from ever like talking about sex or anything that they like, end up being like the the freakiest ones. I had a friend in high school who was super, super restricted, and now she is um, polyamorous. That's such a fun word. Polyamorous, pansexual, an atheist. And, um, Wait, what's the difference between polyamorous and pansexual? That, so does not poly- mean the same no, thing? Polyamorous is means you have multiple partners and you have mul- feelings for each partner. It's not mm. like an open relationship is just sex. You have one mm. main partner and then you have sex with other people. Mm-hmm. But polyamory is more than one partner um, and your partners know about the other partners. And you have true feelings, true relationship. With Mormons. Them. And you can... Um, <laughs> <laughs> barely. <laughs> okay, let's... Um, and then pansexual is 
that you are um, attracted to um, male, female, presented female, presented male, um, tr- any trans mm. person, anything, y- anyone. Uh, honestly, I'm just going to say anyone. Those are murky waters. Come for me. It is. So, when, <laughs> so the difference between um, bisexual and pansexual, which I just learned, so... Bisexual is, I am generally attracted to people who both present themselves as female and those mm-hmm. who present themselves as or strictly female and people who present themselves as strictly male. So that does not include non-binary. I have nothing against it. That's just not, I'm just not attracted to them romantically. Yeah, me either. But pansexual is non-binary, trans, anyone who presents themselves in any manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm wrong, please don't come for me or come for me politely. Yeah, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Let's give some love. Educate. Um, but yeah, so she and she's completely different, and she mm-hmm. just and I mean she used like she spent four years being high as fuck, drunk all the time, dated mm-hmm. a guy who was a drug dealer, like went crazy. You know who, who hasn't dated a drug dealer? That's true. That's very <laughs> unfortunately true. And if you've dated me, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah. I think restriction is just at any any restriction in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say you're going on a diet, yeah, and you're a person who being really restrictive works for you, mm-hmm. and you can make that happen. Then great. But for me, if I'm super restrictive, it borders into the area of an eating disorder. Oh, definitely. That happens with a lot of people. Exactly. That's why a lot of people don't stick to their diet. Exactly. So I think restriction in any form can be really dangerous. Yeah, I mean you still you you should still get pleasure from eating food. Yeah, you know, otherwise you're not going to stick to your what you're yeah. doing. And you know, for me, um, like I will never do keto again. Um, I actually went out to the dietitian. She was like, "Do not," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, That's funny. It's it's crazy. Like the the spectrum of of opinions on keto. Well, I think it's. I think if you're using it to treat something, that's different. So mm-hmm. I have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and they use keto a lot to do that. But since I do have the gallbladder issues because I have hypothyroidism, my body <laughs> is not going to process that correctly. It's not going to do the same thing that it does may do for someone else. So mm-hmm. I would say keto is not for everyone, um, and I don't think it's sustainable. That I think that's also yeah, the basis I've heard that of a the lot. issue. It's not sustainable. You need carbs. Yeah. Not not in excess, but you need carbs to yeah. a point. Like apples have carbs. You know, if yeah. you're looking, would you rather eat a, you know, little Debbie snack or would you rather eat an apple? Mm-hmm. You got to choose between the good sugars and the bad sugars. Because, yeah. you know, your body's going to process that fruit sugar a lot differently than it's going to process the processed sugar. 100%. Absolutely. That's, that is what's weird about keto is it's like, oh, you can't have any sugar. It's like fruit. There's wonderful, great things in all fruits mm-hmm. that your body needs. So, like, do you want to play? I just do. I do relatively low carb. Yeah, I try to do that. That's why in vegetarian, I'll be taking um, supplements and stuff with it. I just ate a burrito but, though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, same. It was good though. Yeah. And it's just honestly the only bad part is the tortilla, and tortillas are about, I think, oh gosh, how many carbs? I can't normally I can say things offhand because mm. guess what <laughs> eating disorder <laughs> but um it's like 150 calories for a tortilla not bad not bad not no not horrible um I think carbs is probably 15 though mm. that's cool I'm still I'm still trying to lose maybe 10 pounds 
I don't know. I'll decide when I get there. That's tough. But I was going to go back to... Uh, hey! You guys! Anyway. I was going to go back to the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce thing. Yes. What's up? Have you been inside the chamber? I... Yeah. Is anyone locked in? How do we get the key? Uh, no one's locked in there, but there are ghosts. I'll give you a tour if you ever want to really? come by, for real. I um, do. We, our office is in an, a mansion. Um, Ooh. The Bivens Mansion on 10th and Polk. <laughs> um, and... Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at the dog growling. <laughs> um, on 10th and Polk. And, uh, no, there are ghosts there. Seriously, I believe in ghosts. Ho- horde. Horde as fuck. Horde? Oh, hard. Horde, okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> like a horde of ghosts. But, uh, yeah. So it's kind of weird. But it's a really, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. But <laughs> the, the dog is growling at themselves. So. Having a good time. Have you, uh, so have you seen any I haven't, apparitions, no, as I they say? I haven't seen apparitions, but the first day that I went up to the office alone, I um, go up the elevator, I like walk out of the elevator, and I go to like, so elevators here, you walk out, and then there's a hallway, and there's my offices at the end of the hallway. As soon as I get to the end of the hallway, it's dark as hell, and all of a sudden, I feel something like, hit me, like, hit me, hit me, and I was like, oh, fuck no, dropped my purse, went back downstairs till everybody else got there. Mm. My purse was just laying in the middle of the thing, because I can't, and then the basement is creepy i it is there is weird feelings down there it's Mm. weird but they also there's a ballroom there's a lot of history of it but there used to be a ballroom on the very top floor Mm -hmm. of course i mean ballroom for balls but also the um the servants quarters are up there as well but they a lot of things that they took out and redid are left up there their original scaffolding their original staircase it's up there interesting and so man going up there is not pleasant i like don't know I want to try it. I'll go. Yeah, you just come by and I'll give you a tour. It's really fun. There's going to be a, uh, I guess it's an outdoor concert there. Like on the, like the 17th, 16th. You're talking about chamber music? Are you ta- oh, are you talking about high, high noon on the square? No, I don't I don't know. It's like a smooth taste and late dads are like mm. going to be performing. It's the chamber music. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the nice. farewell tour. Yeah. Cool, I didn't know if you knew about it i know about all the events in everyone every event basically oh cool <laughs> uh, they just bark at absolutely nothing all the time so it's their, it's kind of their thing anytime anytime like you guys have anything any comedy open mics or whatever mm. i put it on there any, oh thank you you're welcome like exciting. for may i believe we had like 60 something events but june we already in the on the books have like 97 events or something in Amarillo. Wow. So if you want to tell me there's nothing to do in Amarillo, you just ain't trying, boy. And there, a lot of them are free. Where do you find these events? Chamber of Commerce. So you actually go to visitamarillo.com slash slash events. Yeah. And if you have events that you'd like to tell me about, literally, you can text me. You can call me. You can whatever. You know, I'm I'm here for you. That's exciting. If it's tourism friendly, so like Interland, tourism yeah. friendly, Bad Magic, Lovestock, any of those. Oh, Bad Magic was cool. Are you going to go to, well, so Lovestock and the Chamber Fireworks extravaganza are the same day mm. at the same time. Mm. So if you go to those, you probably see fireworks. You're probably, you know. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Lovestock is fun. 
There's a lot, a lot going on. A lot, a lot going on in little old Amarillo. So. There is a bunch of weirdos out here. Doing, I wonder, doing I think weird the things. The population of weirdos is going up. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, which Absolutely. I'm down for. And it's fine. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I haven't done in a long time that I really want to do? Meth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, take a vacation. Oh yeah, I just like did a, that. A solid vacation, like where you don't do shit. I think we need more vacation time. I I'm pretty sure I only get two weeks a year. Yeah, I do. Which is shit. Yeah, it's garbage. I, so currently, um, so my office, our fiscal year is October is October to October. So I started January third. So I only get one week of vacation time mm-hmm. this year. But if I use any of it, I will only get one week for next calendar year. Trash. So I haven't decided. Um, yeah. my favorite band is touring this month, and I can't go. Who's your favorite band? A day to remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're touring this bumper month. sticker. That's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I'm I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do. I might go to Santa Fe for a weekend. I have a friend who lives there, and I can just stay with him and go to Meow Wolf and go to his dad's brewery. Have you been to Meow Wolf? I haven't been yet. There's a brewery there, too? Yeah, there's a brewery. Yeah. Wow. Let's go. I'm down. When I was in Denver, I was looking at breweries, and I was like, oh, there's 10 within a five-mile radius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a thing. <laughs> Denver's crazy. Yeah. Dispensaries, breweries. Beautiful place. A lot of heroin people, but you know. I mean, yeah. Well, is it heroin or is it? Are they take? Are they popping pills? I don't know. I mean, they had like a like I saw people with the heroin lean, you know. Uh But I come from pills too. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, here's the problem: opioid crisis, obviously. But now they're cutting heroin with like fentanyl. They're cutting. Yeah, but doesn't that kill you immediately? No. Because that's how Mac Miller died. R.I.P. Yeah, so it can kill you, but it doesn't always. So now people are so if they take like ecstasy, and they've cut, but they've cut it with fentanyl. Now they're addicted to fentanyl, and uh-huh. so that's how people are dying. And that's like you, so you can't tell between heroin and if they have an opioid. I mean, it's the same thing basically. Crisis at the border, folks. Yeah, well, they're <laughs> talking about you know they think it's the U.S. Mexico border, but y'all Canada. Y'all. Canada sneaking on, sneaking in oh, on us. And then I watch. I got a problem. I watch Vice all the time, but I watch this one thing about how uh, MDMA is cut mm-hmm. in England because MDMA kills a shit ton of people in England. Yeah, because they all rave like that's a thing. That like, makes sense. Yeah, increases and, uh, your heart rate and everything. Yeah, um, but they're they're making the so MDMA is getting made in Holland, mm-hmm. and then Holland shipped shipped over, mm-hmm. but. They can either, like, some people have pill presses, and they make their own wow. MDMA pills. So you get the pure the pure MDMA, or whatever it's cut with, and then they pill press it, and then they sell it. Shout out to the UK. It's crap, but people make so much money. Mm-hmm. This guy makes, like, like 2,000 quid a day, which is, like, like $2,300. <laughs> and Monopoly money. I'm not explaining. The quid? Quid. I didn't know that was a real thing. Is it? It's quid or euros? One of those. No. Nice. It's exciting. Pence. One of. Don't judge me. I watched the thing about spring break where guys just take ecstasy um, and sell it. Like they just dress like tourists and they sell it for like a week. Yeah. And they make like half a million dollars. Yeah. Just, it's crazy. And you don't have to work all year. 
which yeah. I would fuck with. Hoard. Absolutely. Honestly, any day that I don't have to work, I'm like, thank God. Right. It's the best. It's not that I hate my job. I do not hate my job. I actually really love my job. I just would rather do it at home. <laughs> I feel that. I can do my job at home, mostly. I, I think I could do my job at home, but a lot of the things that are requested of me, like people just walk into my office and I'm like, hey, can you do this? And I think my biggest problem is wearing pants. Really? Yeah. I don't want to wear pants. No, I feel that. I don't. I I want a standing desk. That's my biggest problem, I think. Because I, I, I literally stare at the computer all day. Mm-hmm. I I do the database management and whatever. It's a long story. But but I sit and stare at the computer all day and I don't really talk to anyone. And if you know me, which Matt does. but There's no one that works by you? I mean, I have one person who works by me, but she's really, really quiet. Mm, that sucks. So I don't really talk to anyone all day. So... And that's hard for that's very hard for me. Yeah, I never shut the fuck up, obviously. So, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for my personality, I guess. For sure, I feel that. There's been days where it's like I think I've only talked at work, like the whole day. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of weird. But now I, I walk around to work a lot because I have a desk job. So yeah, I get up and walk around and talk and get water and. I make I make a point to like not sit down too long. Right. Do you feel like as you get older, you have less friends, and you have to kind of force yourself to do things? Is that just me? I feel like I have more friends, but less less close. Yeah, like you have more acquaintances, yeah. like more people you see on a regular basis. Yeah, but I, yeah, I have less close friends. Yeah, I have one close friend. Hmm. Nah, I have two. Yeah, two close friends and then people who just know me. But yeah, if I if I go uh like hang out with like older friends, it does kind of feel like a task sometimes. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, like I see what you mean. Well, and it's just for me, sometimes I just but this might be also my mental health, but sometimes I just have to force my ass to do something. Mm. Like there are days like right now I'm editing a magazine that's due next like Friday and I I don't know I don't think I'm gonna finish but honestly but whatever um and I just I can't even make myself do that and that's something I just sit down and do but mm. I know if I do it at home I won't do it so I'm trying to force myself to like go to the 806 but then I know I'm gonna see every f- fucking person I know ever yeah at the absolutely. 806 and so I'm like well I could go somewhere else but then I'm gonna be socially anxious doing it. Which I've never been that way before. It's kind of weird. Go to Roasters. God, that's... <laughs> oh, I know half the people who work there. Oh. So I'm like, maybe I should stop knowing people. Go to the library. Oh, no, I might go to WT's library and work on some shit for real. Nice. But I... I don't know. I feel like... And I never... I, I didn't used to be socially anxious. Like, never had that problem, really. And then all of a sudden, like, probably two years ago, I was just like... What the fuck? What do you What do you think caused that? Let's do therapy hour. Uh, prob honestly, probably the. I hate to be the person who's like my ex, blah blah blah, but a lot of the self doubt and a lot of the negative feelings I had have towards myself do stem from being in a relationship with someone who liked to abuse. You know. Yeah emotionally abused me i guess and you know told me i would never get into grad school because it was too stupid wow told me i mean a lot of horrible things and um garbage no he's a fucking piece of shit <clears throat> also if you're listening to this nathan if i see you in the streets your ass is done yeah 
Nathan, I, I don't hope need you, your opinion. I hope you get gonorrhea. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or get gonorrhea out of my life. Anyway, um, but I think that, you know, kind of spurred some of it. And then I do, I never, I'm a perfectionist, so like failing at something really fucks me up. And so, you know, I worked at the Globe News yeah. with, Matt and I worked at the Globe News together. Yeah, not together. For like, I mean, you were there when I interviewed, and then yeah. you were gone. <laughs> so we. I was out there pretty quick. Interacted with each other, but. I had never failed at a job before. I had never not been the boss. I had never been bad at something mm-hmm. to be to pat my own back. But um, and I was very bad at that job. That's good. I hate. I mean, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I was bad at it. I had problems going in and talking to people, and I think that's that's probably what stemmed a lot of it. It's good. It's good to fail. It makes you better. Yeah. I mean, I had one local business owner um, yell at me, like to my face, and so I think. That, you know, all of that we'll see, combined. Like, Stop bothering me. Like that? Pretty much. Stop coming in here. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I don't want any ads. I don't want to be in the newspaper. Yeah, I don't want to like, be I online. Sell, I was like, I don't sell newspaper. And he, they don't give a shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did a lot of, uh, it wasn't called cold. It was like the walking in version of cold calling. What do they call that? Yeah. No, Door cool. opening. Easy. I don't know. It's cold call still. There was a term for it. Yeah. I just forgot what it was. But yeah, that was that was a good job. I did a part time job and didn't pay much at all. But at, at first, I was like super into it, and then by the end, I was like, I've already got three this month, so I would just go buy businesses and take pictures like I walked in, and then I would just drive off. <laughs> She'd be like, you yeah, they said the, no. <laughs> you want to know the reality? Natasha and Hillary and I mm-hmm. would go to Starbucks every morning sit have a conversation for about an hour and a half natasha actually sold things so she sometimes had meetings but otherwise mm-hmm. we would just go home <laughs> really yeah we just went home all day and then came back as a full-time employee yeah hell yeah wow making 5k a month too wow i just i thought i was just me doing that no every single person on that staff did that every <laughs> single person That's went funny. home you know yeah like and towards the end i had just i couldn't do it I, I saw that building closed down. I wonder if what happened to the employees. They're, oh, you did you not know? What? N- there are only like three AGN employees left. Really? Heather? Heather is still there. Of all oh, those pe- Heather. Of Heather's all the people cool. that, I mean, but attitude-wise, of all the people. Yeah. And then Ruth went to H uh, High Plains Public Radio. I feel like Ruth left before I did, right? Maybe she No, didn't. she oh. left before I left, but Ruth is cool as hell. Ru- yeah, Ruth's badass. But Dewey, you know you remember Dewey, yeah. right? Uh they fired him and he had been there for thirty five years or something crazy. Fired him like first round. Wow. Yeah. But he was the he, best dressed. He moved to <laughs> he moved to uh Esses Park and is a real estate broker. Good, good for him. Yeah, and he I mean like mad killing it. Um Sharon's still there. Sharon Denny, good old Sharon. I can't remember which one that is. Oh, you yes, you do. Loud, really loud lady, blonde hair, sat like right up close to the front. You know who she is. Sold ads. Oh my gosh. If you saw her, you know exactly. Who I she probably is. would. Um. Uh. They on the like reporting side, they saw like two, two or three. Reporters. Oh, did Sharon talk like a smoker? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah she's still there. <laughs> I love Come her. Here. Angel. Nice lady. Um, everybody else is gone though. Really? Yep. Cindy. I wonder what happened to. Yeah, I was gonna ask. About she Cindy. works at Happy State. Ledesma. Uh, she's the. Oh, Cindy Ledesma. I have no idea. Oh, but the other one works at Happy State. Uh huh. 
It's yeah. a pretty lady. She's Tim, a cougar. Yeah, she's a um, <laughs> Tim. Dude, I should have filed an HR complaint on him like literally the first day I worked here. Let's just talk about that. I don't but even know which one Tim is. The big f- chunky guy that was our boss, the digital oh, media boss. Oh, yeah, he's guy. the guy that hired me. Trash, yeah. Uh, he went back to Jacksonville. Thank God. Um, and then Natasha was the only one left. Hillary quit. I quit. Eric quit. And then Natasha was the only one left, and she finally yeah. left. And I don't know what she does now. We were supposed to catch up. I should text her back. <laughs> they were supposed to do a, a 90-day review. Oh, yeah. It never happened. And then let me know if I could move up. Yeah. And then uh, I was six months in, and I was like, well, it's not going to happen, so... <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Well, and that company's been teeter-totter since. Yeah. But they, I mean, honestly, I predict in the next two years, AGM won't even be a thing. I didn't know it still was a thing right now. I thought because the building closed, right? There's no one in that building? Yeah, everyone works remote. That's insane. I believe. I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, hmm. um, yeah, that, you know how much they're asking for that building? How much? Two mil. Wow. Which is worth way more. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge, but you can't do anything with all that. What do What do we need we all that space for? Up. To make warheads, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, they could do, they could, I mean, do studio space. There, there's a lot of options. You know, mm-hmm. a library would be great. It would be a great library. It'd be a sick library. Huh? If anyone up there, up upper in the government, or maybe like a you know, a comedy place, you know. Comedy theater, but there's so many like different. The only thing that would worry me about about that is like how much space there is. I just I don't know. It sketches me out. Oh, that is a sketchy building too. Like super sketchy. I used to ride, go to the bottom of the basement and ride that little rolly thing. Yeah, I do that on my break. Nice. (laughs) I was at home, so. Uh, that, but I, I mean, I don't think that I, I don't think it'll last right now. The, um, you could put a lot of dead bodies in there. Fuck. Yeah. Nobody would FEMA camp or what? <laughs> um, that'd be a really cool library. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about the recent, uh, mayoral and, uh, city council election? I was a little sad cause everyone I voted for lost. Um, I was trying to, to go against the Amarillo matters thing, you know? bring uh-huh. in some new faces but that's just based on <clears throat> just people i saw on facebook like i know steven rosas um that claudette lady seemed to have her shit together i don't know i'm just she, basing this she on... just got registered to vote in fucking december she's never voted in an election oh wow no, <laughs> <neither>. <laughs> 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 she, she is a stupid bitch i'm just gonna go there straight out i hope you hear this you are a stupid bitch <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I that's, can't. That's hilarious. But also, we're okay. So let me just defend my point a little bit. Working with the city, we work with the city a lot. We work with the city council. We work with the mayor a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I think there's a a really different point of view if you work inside versus outside. Now, I wish that we could meld those and make it to where people really understood what goes into it, how these things work. Uh huh. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot different and I don't, and I think that new faces would be great, but mm-hmm. I don't know if the new faces that were presented would be the best option for all of Amarillo. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think so either. The only reason I did vote yeah. was because of Hayden Bedigo. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's the only reason a lot of young people voted it's just because his viralness. I, the only reason I voted was to vote against him. Nice. 
So, but that's because, I mean, I have my own, he's a nice guy. Let me state this. Hayden is a very sweet guy. Nice guy. So polite. So polite. But I, I think there was a lot of. A lot of things that didn't sit well with me personally. Yeah. Um, well, he, it seemed like he did it just for fun. Like he didn't really care. It. I mean, and I mean, that's how it came across. Yeah, and I and I think that if you do that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you have to realize that to a point, it's not a joke. Yeah. These are people's actual. This is tax money. This is people's actual lives here. Mm-hmm. People, you know, and and do I agree that the North Side needs a little love? Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Mm. But I think it's also, you know, a little counterproductive for you to act like you you're from there when you're fucking not. Mm. You grew up. I your his dad works for my office. I know how you grew up. Your dad, his dad's a fucking pastor. Are you kidding me? Mm. Like, mm. and I don't. I'm not saying you can't. I don't think that he should have spoken for other people. That's my problem. I really didn't know any of the details on it. I also didn't. <laughs> See, and that's, I think that's the problem. I also didn't know who he was running against. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't know who would be better in that position. Like, I have no idea. Right. (laughs) But I think that's the problem. I think a lot of us, even, I mean, honestly, I feel like this is what happened in the, in the, um, Senate election too. Yeah. Is it Senate? Right? Senator? Yeah. Yeah. Ted Cruz and Beto. I think that happened too. I think it's, I think we base our political affiliation sometimes off of, not we, but yeah. like younger people, off of the virali- the virality of the candidate rather than the actual position. Mm-hmm. So if you knew the actual position, or if the position was made clear, <clears throat> then um, I think you have a more informed vote at that point. Beto is trash. I think he's. I think he was good good for Texas, but that's because I fare a little bit further yeah. that way. But for America. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? None of those, none of his idealized things are realistic in yeah. such a huge population. Not at all. Texas, it would have been a, bu- it would have been a push. Would have been easier. But but it would have been easier, yeah. you know. But the the no way in fuck, no way in fuck. I'm no, sorry. I voted for Ted Bundy Cruz. I didn't. No, I didn't vote. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I didn't mm-hmm. vote. I feel that. I didn't feel comfortable voting for either. Um personally so um but working for the chamber i can't um i can't back anyone i can't really outright say anything i can't have bumper stickers i can't have signs Mm. in my yard i can't is that just locally or all across the board all across the board so you can't even endorse a presidential candidate cannot you couldn't even say i'm leaning towards blank can't cannot do it What's the, is there a way you can word it to where it's like no. this person, I find this person. I will get fired. I find this person exciting. I find this person interesting. No. Who would you have tea with? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I could do that. Okay. But. Out of all the presidential candidates on the Democratic side. You know, you already know. Is it, is it Bernie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, I really admire Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. for work ethic. I really admire his policies as well. I think some of them are a little, um, a little ambitious. Mm-hmm. But I do. I I respect him as a politician. I like I like Andrew Yang. Yeah. I don't know if the universal basic income is a good idea right now. Uh, no, I don't think it is at all. But I like his. Uh, <laughs> I like his willingness to be on both to talk to both sides. Yeah. No, I think I think that's what I think. Productive political conversation mm-hmm. is really what we should be aiming for in general. Absolutely. And so, is that going to happen? No. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Um. Also, yeah, like, I, uh, I like Tulsi Gabbard. 
Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's. I mean, I don't really know her policies, but she seems like a nice person. <laughs> I really want a woman to be president. I like the fact that she's a veteran as well. That's true. I think a, I think a president should have served. <clears throat> I, I, th- I think I that's think a good role. A, I think it brings another dimension. I really do. Especially um, if you're uh, going to be calling shots with the military, you should have some. You know what the fuck is <clears throat> going on? Yeah, you should have some mm-hmm. military background. Yeah, I think so too. And I think. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what the. Oh my god, I just lost my whole train of thought. But yeah, no, I I agree with that, and I think I think that brings a, a different element to, you know, to it. And I, <coughs> man, I will tell you though, if we ever had a draft, I'd die first. I just know it. You I'm, think you'd I'm, get drafted? I think that if it became necessity, I think that I mean women would get drafted. Yes. Yeah, that's true. The way they're pushing everything. Uh huh. Um, but I don't, I don't, but I don't maybe they'd draft you and be like, Hey, go wor- work in this computer, go drop oh. drones from Phoenix. You know, See, that could be a thing. It, I can do that. <laughs> but I mean, like if I, yeah, I, but I think, you know, honestly, I would really love to see some better care being taken of our, you know, of our veterans, of course, and yeah. our, of active duty as well, because for sure. The amount of suicides in the military is insane. Absolutely insane. insane. It's crazy. And I mean, I had a friend who was in grad school with me. Um, hi, Sam. And she she told us a lot about how, you know, how tough it is to go through basic. She was in for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, how what, tough basic is. What branch was she in? She was in the Army. Nice. Which is, I've heard, the worst for women to be in. I almost went to the Army. Really? Just because they called. Just because they called me and yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing it. And I did else. the, I did that. At, is it is it ASVAB? I don't know. They, ASVAB, yeah. That test they make you take, yeah. and I got like almost a perfect score on it. So like, you can do anything you want. The sign here, you can start. We can ship you out in a month. And I was like, oh, never mind. I just wanted to see how it'd make on the test. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm <laughs> good. Like, <laughs> do you think you're too much of a little bitch to be in the service? I don't think I. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. No, me too. Uh, I'm like a, a soft piece of shit. So. I don't, um, I know I, I would go like if I didn't have, if I didn't feel like I have direction and purpose with what I'm doing right now, I would definitely go. Yeah. But I know I feel like that's a, that's a good option. If you feel like you, you're a little lost, if you're, you know, yeah. and I hate to frame it like that, but I think, I think not everyone who's lost, but I think a lot of people who feel lost, mm-hmm. Um, may just lack structure, and I think yeah. the, I think the the services can give you a good structural. Absolutely, you no, know? like I would. I've always I've always thought about going. I've always respected the military a oh, lot. Yeah, me too. So it's always been an option for me. But I don't know. I don't feel like right now is a good time. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so either. I think there are a lot of, as I've heard from some of my friends, there's a lot of changes. Um, my friend is getting out of the Air Force. No, Marines. I'm sorry. Sorry, Kelly. Um, the Marines next week, I believe, is when he gets out. And he was like, there's just a lot of changes going on. And mm-hmm. it takes a long time for you to get out, too. You have to file paperwork pretty mm-hmm. early. You have to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. But after he gets out, I plan on going to see him. He's going nice. to be living in Oklahoma City. so um, Which is four I mean, like. He was like, I could move closer to you. And I was like, four hours is pretty close for what you want to do. Like mm-hmm. military, like computer intelligence, you know. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you're going to find the caliber of employment that you want here. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, we've got Pantex and Bell Helicopter. We do, but Pantex takes forever to get hired on that. Forever. I've heard yeah, it takes like a year. 
Yeah, so my friend Steven, hi, um, just got hired. Um, he got, actually got hired f- three months ago. Um, and they have sent him paperwork and everything. Uh, they're waiting on his background, but he won't start for another like f- six months or something. That's crazy. So, but you have to have such high clearance. Mm-hmm. And Bell takes a while too. So. That makes sense. I mean, it's a important job. You don't want the wrong people. No, I no, in I that area. <laughs> but and also, Pantex is a is a job for longevity for real. But mm-hmm. you know what I admire about that? I would love to work four hour like four days a week, twelve hours a day. Hell yeah! And then I get the rest of the days off. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah! Maybe. I, would, I, I mean, guess I, it depends. I mean, yeah. But if that's yeah. you know if the structure that you're currently in. I fuck with that. Yeah, I think that would be, be better for my my sanity because I could, you know, work those days and then I could go out of town and yeah. not worry about it. I feel like a four day week should be a thing. Five I, days is too much. I would rather work twelve hour days. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, just get it done, you yeah. know, and just have the rest of my time to myself. You know, mm-hmm. I I feel like I I'm trading financial security for passion. Does that make sense? So yeah. like, I don't really, that's, I don't, that's what I'm afraid of doing. I don't really do much that makes me happy anymore. Oh, uh, we'll stop it. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to get back into painting and stuff, but also I think grad school's also, that's why I don't want to have too good of a job because I don't want to trade financial security for passion. No. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely feel like I'll be tied to it. Yeah. And I don't think I'm even tied to it. Like I love my job, but I, you know, grad school is the most important thing to me. I, I'm going to graduate with a 4.0 if it really? kills me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you get special um, things to wear mm-hmm. when you get 4.0? Yeah, special cords and stuff. Special cords. And you graduate sigma. It's funny. Sigma cum laude or beta cum laude. I don't remember the the words. My gown was super basic. It's like I barely made it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Mine was. <laughs> I had a red. I had a stole. An ASA stole. Um, but I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna buy something fancy. I'm gonna be a bougie ass mm. bitch. Cause if I spend thirty thousand dollars on something, I'm yeah. gonna at least wear something cute at the end of the What's day. What's with the the graduation garb? You know, it's like the, we're all dressing like Shakespeare. Yeah, like, I all think the it's professors just... where they wear the big old gowns and shit. Well, that's what I mean. That and the hood. I'll be wearing the hood, and I'm pretty excited about it. But and then the the little hat that they wear. Mm. Yeah, that is. But there's different ways that you fold your hood. To signify your your status in where academia. Does, where does that come from? Is that like something the Greeks invented? I don't really know. Actually, I I do not. You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna Google it. Um, Just I found don't know. it super interesting. Yeah, that that is interesting. My Wi-Fi is back. Where did? Woo woo. Say what? Yeah, I noticed that. What? I can Google things now. Where did academia? I don't even. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you take that one. <laughs> okay. Where did academia regalia? Regalia. regalia. That's what I should have said. Apic. All right, here we go. This is from a Times article, so you know it's real. As graduation. Okay, I don't care. Times don't lie. They're going to make you subscribe. Um, fewer is likely will know why wearing a robe and an unusual hat is a symbol of having finished school. The answer can be traced back to the origins of the first European universities, which were founded by the clergy in 12th and 13th centuries. The gowns and hoods, often brown or black in color, worn by students, signified their religious status, marking their difference from the lay people of the town in which they studied. Oop. Um, as Columbia University Oop. points <laughs> out in its history of regalia, the means, that means the origins of the town and gown divides were quite literal. 
With it, with few exceptions, the medieval <clears throat> scholar had taken minor religious orders. I don't give a shit about that. Nowadays, more people are pursuing higher education. Having to wear a cap, gown, and a hood can be seen as a drag, especially at a ceremony that's often outdoors in hot weather. Thank God it's not. But the uniform is considered a privilege, and caps and gowns aren't always associated with graduation. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, okay, blah, that blah, didn't blah, tell. That blah, didn't tell blah, me anything. Blah, 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 blah. That's cool though. So it's like you know, like clergy, everyone being an asshole, pretty much. Hmm. So it's a religious but let me, thing. Let me tell you. Let me see where the it's clergy means like church thing. It's related. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. So that's your your monks, your yeah. Buddhists, your Luc not Luciferians. Yeah. So <laughs> Lutherans is what I meant to say. Luciferians. Oh, I watched something about them too. Bias has been cranking out the good shit um but there are different ways that you can fold your hood um so Ooh, that let's set you rep know, you know yeah to see what god i hate you um <laughs> but yeah it's pretty cool i mean or i think it's pretty cool i can't wait to wear one i will be very very happy to be the bad bitch that i am on the that's inside exciting. on the outside and that's uh you're graduating when you say next may okay yeah. Got a full 11 months. So, yeah. That's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm starting my thesis in the fall, so that's exciting. White trash academia? Is, um, that, is that what you said earlier? That's my, yeah, that's my emphasis. But I think, honestly, I think I'm going to do my thesis over plus-size advertisements. Ooh. Um, and, like, how, how... The advertising industry attempted to harness the influ the plus size online influencer community, mm -hmm. but instead of making that a positive change, it actually brought more criticism and brought more hatred towards people who are plus size. Regardless of, like, literally every time I post something and someone says you're like a fat piece of shit, which happens all the time. Really? Fuck yeah. Damn. Whatever. I ha you know, I feel myself feeling like I have to defend myself. Like, hey, I have issues. But in reality, who gives a shit? It's yeah, not, like my butt. It's none of your business. Yeah, it's For none sure. of your business. So I think I'm going to do something on that. Because that's something I know. That's something I'm really intimately close with. Mm. And But I want to do a performance thesis. So I might do... Um, I think I'm going to interview some people and make a transcript and then um, make it into poetry. So... Interesting. I was going to say, um, you're studying the socioeconomic factors and how um, that affects people's education and everything. Mm -hmm. Do you have any numbers on that? Because I feel like you're like a like a, a grade A example of like, you know, um, having I, a bad status and making it work in the yeah. academic fields. Um, I don't have any stats on it at the moment, but I do have... Um, there is this thing, which I can't say because don't judge me. Um, so this is the, the theory of, um, day, it's day miraculous. It's not how you say it. I can't say it. Okay. Just don't come for me. Miércoles. There you go. Is it Wednesday? Thank you. I hate you. Are you naming no. days of the week? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so it is, it's this theory that when you're a young, a young person, um, in a low socioeconomic um, area or status, if there is one thing that you're good at, so so for me, I've always been excelled at reading and writing. I've always been good at it. So 
that is the only thing that teachers would compliment me on. Mm -hmm. They would push that for me. So now in my adulthood, I, whenever I don't write something perfectly the first time, whenever I don't get an A, I beat the shit out of myself. Stop it. Uh, See, but that stems from this, this idea of like, it's a miracle that you can do this one thing and this one thing is going to be your ticket out of here. You have to be perfect at it. Yes. So they're pushing these kids to, and not, it's not a, it's not intentionally malicious. They're doing this like, this is your way out. You know, you can, if you can harness this skill, you can do anything. You can leave here. You can, you know, you can go to college, whatever. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, they are creating this pressure on these, on these kids. So a lot of like anxiety, depression can be correlated to that as well. Because there's this, and for me, it's okay. You didn't make an A, therefore, let me let me give you the the process in my mind. Okay, you worked hard on this paper. This paper's not good enough. You didn't make an A, therefore, you're not good enough. You're never going to get a job. You're never going to be a professor. You're never going to have a good life. You're never going to mm-hmm. be stable. That's because, hardcore anxiety. Yeah, and that and it it surfaces from that from people telling me this is your ticket out. So if I mess up my ticket out, mm-hmm. then I have nothing. But you can't mess it up unless exactly. you flunk out. Exactly. So. But even if you do that, you still have other options. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. And so it's a lot of and that. And you're only 26. Yeah. You get 40 more years to screw things up. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but that, you know, having that as a child, it, it does carry over, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's hard. And, you know, there are a lot of jokes going around about being in the gifted and talented program and then you grow up with anxiety and depression and that's why oh, i was in the gifted and talented program yeah 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 but you're not in school. <laughs> yeah so boom but that you know that can correlate yeah. because you have this expectation set on you yeah so but i feel like just, that's that's just your your own thing that's in your mind yeah i mean yeah you, but you it's created that pressure like, it's for also yourself. different if you grow up in a the shittiest situation and all you want to do is get out mm-hmm. so then you become dependent on your skills mm-hmm. which is what i did yeah and so just it's, don't beat yourself up about it's it it's really hard and, and you think that it's really hard some days i'm like you know what i did the best i could mm-hmm. and that's fine that's but other days but other days it's that it's that line of thought mm-hmm. and it's something that i can't i can't control that i just you know and like, my friends always, my friends, Allie. <laughs> Allie always tells me, like... Shout out to Allie Hodgepodge. Allie Hodgepodge. <laughs> um, she always tells me, like, you gotta quit saying the 4.0 or no.0 thing. She was like, you're just stressing yourself out. Because that's, that's my that's my theory, you know? Like, yeah. But that's a goal for me. It's not like... It's a I'm, good goal. Yeah, it's a goal. But if you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. But you are gonna get it, so fuck it. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah. Boom. I'm about to take some stats classes, so we'll see, but... um. Yeah, I mean it's just it's different. I think I think the experience is a lot different for a lot of different people. And if you, you know, this whole scandal of people paying to get their kids into college, mm-hmm. I feel like that's been a day one thing forever. You Hell know? yeah! That's I know. I'm like, y'all surprised? The yeah. fuck are you doing? I, you have your head up your ass. I didn't even realize that was illegal. I just thought that was a thing rich people did. Like, no, I literally thought, and like, or if you're a legacy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're, yeah, I thought it was just a thing. My father went to Harvard, and his father went to Harvard, so my son's going to Harvard. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a thing too. <laughs> so George W. Bush. Oh, dub. <laughs> little dub. Um. 
Oh my god, you're so cute. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I guess that lady from Full House got in trouble. Is she, is she going to jail? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's intense. I think so, unless she just gets fined. Which I'm like, she's like she can't fucking pay it. She gets yeah, royalties from Open House. I mean, Open House, Full House. She's probably doing all right. She doesn't seem like she's on, you know, on the oh, drugs she's or anything. Not hurting. Probably she's doing great. Not hurting. Neither has her daughter. Her daughter's like, I didn't know it was happening. Yes, you did. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Your mom's a celebrity. Did you think that you were going to get in on merit? Are you kidding me? For and sure. Here's the thing. Was it P. Diddy, maybe, that posted about his daughter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, didn't fraud any of this And it shit. was the school that he paid a bunch of money to, to like yeah. put in a studio or something? Yeah. Some sort of program. Yeah. That, that was funny. He accidentally told himself. Yeah, I'm like, dude. So, uh, I think it's just different. I think education is just different for everyone, and your background definitely yeah. affects your... But I think um, college, the way we look at it, it's more of a status symbol than an education. Yeah. Especially no. in that celebrity realm. So, yep. it's like, we need to stop doing it like that. Like, it's, yeah. oh, I went to MIT. You know, like... Like, if you went to MIT, great. That means you're very intelligent. Yeah. You're, like... Above and beyond. And that's amazing. And you're going to do amazing things. You're going to change the world with technology. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're a better or yeah. worse person It doesn't give you a right to look down on anyone. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe that. Well, and I'm in a in an all-girls group called Spice Girls. I've talked about it before. and uh, Spice Girls? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. A girl asked, she said, okay, well, here's the thing. I'm a lawyer. I make six, six figures. Oh, lit. Um, and... I met this guy that I like, but he works, he's worked a variety of fast food jobs up to this point, and he has no motivation to do anything different. Am I being shitty because I want, I live a certain lifestyle and I don't want to carry him? And I was like, no, there is a difference between, she's not, and they're like, you're just looking down on him because he doesn't have a college education. No. Where is this conversation happening? On a, online, on a Facebook oh. group. <laughs> and I'm like. No, she's not looking down on him. He's a piece of shit, obviously. Yeah, He's jumped from definitely. job to job, yeah. job, fast food jobs, no motivation. No, that's called being a piece of shit. If you don't have a degree and you're doing what you love and you're making a decent living, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who cares? I agree. My preference, I would I would prefer someone who has been to the, has been to college, graduated college, because that's what I'll be living in. That's the mm-hmm. academic life I'll be living. And I would like somebody who understands the demands, the you know, the needs, things like that. I would prefer that. I don't care as long as they make more money than me. Oh, you're trying to get a sugar mama, huh? Yeah, that's, that's how it works. How's so. that going? That's oh, good. It's going. It's going good. You know, maybe. I don't know. Her voice got real high. It'll it'll work out eventually. So I can quit my job and focus on my rap career, you know? Lit. Lit. All right. So I want to, um, I have to use the restroom. Dude, that's you wanna pa- Is it okay if I pause it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Quick pause. Yeah, at my house, so that's fine. You have coffee and breakfast burritos every uh-huh. Friday at your house? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it went through me pretty quick. Yeah. But we are back. Back recording here with the dogs. The dogs. Hey, with the Lord Jesus, he's in my heart. He can be in yours too. Just gotta invite him in. He's uh, been in. It's good. What were we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I forgot, honestly, I forgot already. But um, I'll ask. Uh, a, I'll ask a question. Ask me a question. Uh, when was the last time that you laughed the hardest that you can remember? Oh God. Um. 
uh, <laughs> Allie and I were in the car and I, um, said something really stupid and you ever get in those like laughing fits? I don't know if you, this happens to you, but like where you yes. just can't breathe. <laughs> we were both like just being stupid and I laughed so hard. I cried and it was good. It was a good time. It was like hysteria laughing, but it was laughing. Yeah. When I was in, um, Fort Collins. No, wait. Was it Den- no, it was Fort Collins. They um have marijuana there. You can just smoke for free. What? Not for free, but it's there. Um, And then we went to this place called Who Hot. And it's like a uh, like Genghis Grill kind of. Same mm. concept. Where you like go and get all the food and they cook it for you. Yeah, I had finished my first plate. And it was me and Skylar there. Mm. And then I went and got my second plate. And I sat down. And I started eating, and I looked up, and I realized I was in the wrong booth. And I freaked <laughs> out. And I'd been using someone else's fork. And I saw the guy coming towards me. Oh, no. So I got up super quick, and I took the fork with me because I don't want to give him my germs. And then I sat down at my table, and I never looked at him again. But I just thought it was super funny. Because <laughs> <What the? laughs> I stole his fork. Because so he got back to his table, and, and he was like, like, what the fuck? Where's my where's, fork? Yeah, and he probably saw me. I mean... I, I mean, he he had to have seen me, but he didn't. He what was like a young. Fuck, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> he was probably in like high school. He was probably like maybe twenty at the oldest. Oh yeah, so he was like probably scared of you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so like, luckily, I'm a large man. So <laughs> I'm scared of you, and I'm like. It's funny because I put the I tried to like hide the fork under my plate because I was worried he's gonna walk by and be like, "Is that my fork?" <laughs> like it was that was my like he would fear. know. <laughs> yeah. It looks like my fork. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you nasty piece of shit. Getting accosted by a high school kid. <laughs> yeah. It's my biggest fear. Oh, God. But I laughed really hard about that later. I don't believe you. Honestly. <laughs> uh, when's the last time that you thought you were going to die? Hmm. That's a good question. I think uh, it's probably been a more recent time. The one that sticks out was when I was in Powder Oak Canyon. Oh, shit. And I, just, <laughs> and I was trying to go down this hill, and then I kept sliding. And then I couldn't stop, and I was sliding really fast. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then, like, I rolled a little bit, and then I, like, grabbed a tree branch. And I, almost, I would have fallen on my head. But I, like, grabbed a tree branch at the last second and didn't fall anymore. And I survived. But I scratched up myself really good. I remember that the next day after Matt does this, we have a podcast appointment and i walk in and i'm like what the fuck happened to you and he's like nonchalant he's like yeah i almost died it's like this good it's good yeah. and i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you dude i mean i'm i might not have been close to death but i was like i was like panicking in my head i was like oh like shitting your so this is terrible this isn't this isn't what today was supposed to go like yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no we went on a tour of faladura like two months ago and I climbed to the little caves. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and uh, when I got up to the top, I tripped going down. Bitch, I thought I was going to die. Like, I thought <laughs> I was done. Done. In a cave? Like, like, you know, you get to the top of the caves. Is it like where there's like a, a top area? Yes. Where you can look down? Okay, yeah. So you get to the top. But I didn't go to the top top. I just went to the little in the actual like hmm. enclosure. Well, then, you know, there's like the, there's like a huge rock right here. And then there's, you know, all the little rocks. I, I tripped on this fucking top rock. I thought I was going to die. Busted my knee. Fuck open. But I thought I was going to die. Glad you didn't die. Same. 
but then um i had to go to like the the gift shop and get some alcohol and i had like my body was like cut up all over and my mom was just pouring alcohol on me and then people were watching me in the parking lot and just freak out yeah they thought you were dying. yeah probably was your mom freaking out no well maybe a little bit i was super chill about it though yeah it, externally yeah internally you were like what the yeah. Well, like, I, was, I freaked out while it was happening, and then I was like, oh, it's a thing. Nah, I just gotta deal with this. It hurt. Yeah. So. You looked rough. Yeah. <laughs> Real rough for a while. Yeah, it landed on my face a little bit. Yeah. I still, have, I still have scars on this arm. Yeah, dude. It's exciting. Isn't it weird how your body regenerates? I think I've always thought that was fucking weird. Oh. It is. For sure. I was listening to a podcast with this dude. I can't remember his name now. Anyway, he was on the Rogan podcast. And he had to have a heart transplant. And they gave him a small, like, woman's heart. And he was like, but his body adjusted to it within like a week. The heart grew into his body. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, no, I think that shit's crazy. I, I don't know. I just think that's crazy. Absolutely amazing and then it's also like uh when they do like studies with like placebos Mm -hmm. and then people just have a positive attitude about it that their body reacts in a positive way Mm -hmm. that's why i've decided that's mind-blowing that that could even exist i have decided that if i ever get cancer i'm literally just gonna go into it with positive mindset like with the most positive like i'm gonna fucking kill it Mm -hmm. you know and let my body because they're you know there are very specific medical things that really can. I'm not saying that what medicine does not help, but I'm saying that mindset really does. I mean, mind over matter. Oh, show. I believe it. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. You can do it. And like my motto is you can do anything for whatever amount of time. So like mm-hmm. you can, you know, all right, I have to do this presentation. You can do anything for 10 minutes what do you mean like it's just another thing it's just another step Hmm. you know if so if you find a day that you're having a day it's really overwhelming and you um say you have all these meetings all these things do whatever if you take it one step at a time you know one increment at a time you can do anything eventually you're Mm -hmm. gonna get to the end of that day absolutely so if i have a day where i have five meetings and then i have to do a whole lot of data entry or a whole lot of other things just take it one hour at a time Mm -hmm. or break it down 30 minutes okay this Mm -hmm. 30 minutes i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna put my whole body into doing this i'm gonna be present i'm gonna be cognizant of doing this and then when that 30 minutes is over i'll just say oh i have another 30 minutes so this 30 minutes i'm Mm -hmm. gonna do this put my whole body into this so if you break things up, sometimes it helps. It helps me at least. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that. I think you can, you know, so when I'm like on the treadmill, I'm like, okay, I'm going to run for 30 minutes. Yeah. So for five minutes, I'm going to do a warm up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, it's pretty slow. But then you think about it. So I'm breaking that 30 minutes up into five minute increments. So that's six different mm-hmm. increments. So I'm thinking, okay, only, only one of those is super... <laughs> is super high intensity so i'm like i can do that for five minutes mm-hmm. it's fine it's five minutes you know yeah it's a good example out of your whole life it's like think about how many hours how many minutes how many days your whole life that's five mm-hmm. minutes you're taking five minutes to do that 
For sure, yeah, that works. That works a lot with working out. Just break it down yeah. as much as possible. Because yeah. like I'll do sprints on the treadmill, but I do them for like forty five seconds, forty five seconds on, forty five seconds off. Yep, and that's how Couch to Five K trains you for a five K. They nice. do you do um, a minute and a half of um, brisk walk and then a minute jogging, and mm. then it as you go forward, your jogging time gets higher yeah. and your walking time gets lower, but still it's that incremental. Thing. And it's crazy how fast you can notice a difference mm-hmm. like just from t- doing treadmill like you're like oh i can because once you push past the point you think you can't go and then you just can't yeah you you're like oh my brain was just being a bitch you know and then you can you can go way further than you ever thought was possible yeah you can you can do anything i mean it it's really like <laughs> she's cracking out hey do you want to do the martha's home um slackathon with me I don't know what you that means. You walk a point five k and then you get to drink. Sounds dangerous. For, for charity though. Okay. It'd be fun. What's Martha's home? Martha's home is children's home, I believe. Was that like Ronald's house? Ronald McDonald's house? Ronald's house. <laughs> <laughs> is that like Ronald's house? Um, let me see. Similar Actually, concept. I, once again, I think it's a. a wow, Martha's home is the first thing that pulls up. It's a homeless shelter. I'm a dick. Mm. Um, See, I would have immediately... I immediately thought Martha Stewart had like a new catalog or something. This place is literally right down the street from my house. Martha's home? What am I doing? Yes. Right down the street from Tessa's home. Yes, right down the street from my home. My home. Yeah. So, um... Live, laugh, love. Do you have that anywhere in your house? No. Fuck me. (laughs) What do I look like? I have take it easy on my wall because... I need that. Take it easy. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to buy some plants today. That is irrelevant to plants like Plants are good. But... They make you more productive. Did you know that? Plants? Yeah. I didn't know like that. Like if you put plants in your office. Really? It'll be more productive. I feel like, well, flowers are my favorite thing in the world. Like my actual favorite thing in the whole, on the whole planet. So mm. like if I have flowers or like I have potato vines everywhere in my house. And so. Yeah, I'm not sure what a potato vine is. Uh, I'm going to Google potato vines. Potato vines. It's a good name for a band. Potato vines. Hey, what what bands were playing when we were at Golden Light? Uh, that was Black Box Theater, uh, Vamping, and uh, Lake Depth. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited for Lake Depth. They're supposed to drop an album soon. Yeah, she's sweet. Before they go on tour. Sweet. Oh, potato vines. Those are nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I was picturing like vines that Tarzan was swinging from. So, uh, different vine. Um, very. Uh, are there potatoes under there? Are there potatoes under your vines? No. No. But they're very low. Like, you don't have to really do anything to them. They're low light. Low you wait till the soil is dry to water them again. Mm-hmm. So, I have one in my bathroom, one in my living room. And then I have a snake plant, which mm-hmm. is, they look literally like that, um, in my bedroom. I have cacti in my bedroom. Cacti. I killed my tomato plants the first fucking day I had them, so that's really cute. What'd you do to them? I, they, they need high sun. Mm-hmm. But I forgot them on my front porch. Walked out the next morning completely dead because it had been like 90 degrees that day. Oh, too high sun. Mm-hmm. But they're a dollar. Too much sauce. Like I can go buy some more. Oh, I'm okay. That's cool. Pissed that I messed them up. 
Do you have like a like a garden area in your backyard? Mm-mm. My dogs would eat them immediately. So I have like little pots on my windowsill. Mm. So I think I'm gonna try to grow a watermelon though. You should. That'd be awesome. But and like they just grow one at a time. Uh yeah. Oh, too bad. But you can buy. I mean the plants are like a dollar, so you could have really? you know ten. But they're temperamental. That's the only thing that I'm like worried about. What does temperamental mean? Temperamental. So if it's too hot, they'll die. If it's too cold, they'll die. Oh. If you water them too much, they'll die. If you don't water them enough, so you got to get like a greenhouse. Well, I so I would love to have a section of my yard that was a garden, but mm-hmm. again, dogs. But also, yeah. like this is lame. But like when I'm, I have this weird thing where I like to have dates at my house, which is probably a bad diet, a bad idea, but not like immediately. But like, so say we like go out. <laughs> yeah, don't bring a. Don't do blind dates at your house. No, fuck no. But <laughs> say we like go out, get drinks, whatever, and I don't really date anyone that doesn't have a mutual friend with me. That makes that's sense. Like weird. Um, which kind of limits the pool, but it does, um, especially in Washington when you move there. I know, but I already have a guy that I did. Ooh. I like whatever. Anyway. Instagram. Okay. Um. He's Asian, Asian and British. Nice. That's exciting. Well, yeah, he's La- Laos British. Mm. Laotian by the ocean. Anyway, um, but like we go out to have a drink yeah. or whatever. The first time we have a date, like second date though, I like to do like weird stuff. Like I like to, like I've tie people planted. Up. Yeah, we've like planted things or whip them. Like what? Like you get pull out the whips and chains. Yeah, no, yeah. that's first date. Um, oh, first date, okay. Or we do like. Uh, like drive around and sing or we hang out with the dogs or you know whatever mm-hmm. chill yeah just hang Laid out back in in a place where i i need <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't get up but that's cool bring a second date to your home yeah yeah and um but only if i feel comfortable with them only if yeah and I always have, you know, video recording of them coming to my house because I have a video doorbell. So. Oh, nice. Have you had any stalkers? Has that ever? Uh, no, occurred? I have not. That's good. That's good. Um, I've had people who won't leave me alone, but not like. Yeah. At my home. I don't know. I'd be okay with somebody sending flowers to my home though, or to my job. <coughs> Send flowers. Send flowers. Um, Laotian, British man. He's not that way. Oh. He's... I'll have to tell you that story later. Send flowers other dudes. Yeah, other... Or ladies. Or ladies, wink. yeah. Wink, wink. Ladies, dudes. Blankety blank. Boots? Bootsy Collins. He's so cute, dude. I don't want to die. He shakes his ass a lot. He does. Too much. Too. I would say too much. No. Anyway, another question. If you could... I stole this from another podcast. If you could make the world, everyone in the world, do something for 30 days, they have to do whatever it is you say for 30 days straight, what would it be? Um, I think I would have them uh, live on a dollar a day. Ooh. So you'd have everyone die. <laughs> uh, maybe just the rich and then we could eat them. Eat the rich. That would that would be in my kitchen. But yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think that would really humanize people. 
I think yeah. you would be able to uh, not totally understand because at the end of the 30 days you get to restore mm-hmm. your wealth or non. But I think it would really bring a little bit of um, awareness and honesty mm-hmm. to to true poverty like to poverty yeah. because yes third world countries there there's poverty there's poverty here too yeah you know? definitely and i think that having the one percent live on a dollar a day might uh change their tune a little bit yeah and then i, mean, I feel like that would change everything because then you'd be like i have a dollar yeah. i gotta go get a, meet with a couple other people who have dollars so we can, we can group and build a community i like that mm-hmm. so what would you it's do cool what would i do that's a good question. I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about my own questions. I would... <sighs> Everyone loves a dollar a day is a great answer. See, I've heard good answers and I don't want to take other answers, so i got to think of something, <laughs> something specific to me. I would have everyone not use the internet. Not use the internet, okay. Or uh, I guess specific, yeah, I was going to say specific to social media, but you can just find garbage with news articles too. So just stay off the internet for 30 days. Yeah, and just live life and be present Yeah, and learn something not from Google. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. That'd be dope. (laughs) Yeah. Dogs are down. Sebastian. Sorry. I get really distracted by the dogs because they're fucking cute. He's probably barking at a squirrel. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's thick, though. Thick yeah. two C's. Not For as sure. thick as uh, Sandy, but... <laughs> Which one? Which one's... Oh, wait. Sadie? Sadie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sandy, Jesus. I was going to ask which one Sandy was, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know cool. either, obviously. She's the, she's the oldest one. She's limber, dude. She's a limber dog. She's, she's like 15. 15. Yeah, she has the deepest voice, too. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would you eat? A steak. Damn, that was a fast answer. Uh, beef. Beef. Beef or eggs? It's it's really close. Eggs. I don't want to give up eggs. No, yeah, I'll go with beef. Yeah. Beef. Um, I think mine would probably be beef. Strawberries. Strawberries, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. You uh, could you would only eat strawberries. Yeah. I mean, would I probably fucking die? Yeah. <laughs> but strawberries are my favorite. Dude, you know what? Okay. This is a this is not a sponsorship. I wish it was, but I'm going to plug something. Strawberry Fields. Shout out the Beatles. <laughs> Boar's, Boar's Head Dark Chocolate Hummus, bitch. It is 80 calories for a tablespoon. I didn't know you could have dark chocolate hummus. It's fucking amazing. It tastes like brownie batter, mm. but it's healthy for you. Bitch, I eat a lot of it. <laughs> Have you heard of like cookie butter, cookie dough butter? Mm-mm. This is the thing I just heard about. Cookie dough butter? It, or maybe it's not cookie. Maybe it might just be cookie butter. But it's basically it's basically like cookie dough, and they just sell it in these jars. I saw it at United. Oh yeah. But I was like, what the fuck? That exists. You know, it's really suspicious to me that everyone's like, if you eat cookie dough, you'll get salmonella. But now they sell it. Mm-hmm. Bitch. That is interesting. But they sell it without the eggs. I know, but still, quit fucking lying to me. <laughs> but also, Rocky drank eggs, and look how good he's doing. Yeah, that's true. I think he's doing good. I don't know. I don't really know either. So, what do you get for your meal prep from Monty? Um, it's a it's a variety of things. 
it's always like a like a protein like either pork or or like ground beef or chicken mm -hmm. and then uh there's always a vegetable like spinach uh, a carrot slice really good carrot slice. i don't know how she does it but it's good and uh like a like a starchy thing like mashed potatoes mm -hmm. and it's just like that right there how much is it if you don't mind me asking. oh seven seven a piece that's so, not bad yeah i'm gonna pay her 70 dollars today and get like lunch and dinner that way i don't have to 70 bucks ain't shit especially if you don't have to do anything yeah <laughs> it's it's hard to spend less than 70 bucks at the grocery store so at least for me no yeah well and i have to so i have um and like sensitivities and stuff so like gluten sensitivity i'm just a fucked up person oh, all her also, stuff is gluten and dairy free that's what i'm talking about because i'm lactose intolerant but it's, so. i mean she might have vegetarian options if you talk to her i don't know yeah i don't know if she gets that specific i could ask her but there's definitely there has to be, a lot of people meal prep around town so i feel like there has to be someone who's doing vegetarian meal preps i know there's keto i know there's gf but so like if i go to the grocery store like i drink coffee every morning but i use almond creamer because hmm. it doesn't make me sick so it has almond milk in it so like i don't i'm drinking coffee <laughs> um but you know so that stuff is expensive like a bottle of almond creamer hi kitty is um like eight dollars damn but it's a the big ass bottle you mm -hmm. know but so it's expensive and then if i like buy almond milk or if i you know anything and if i like to eat gluten-free stuff it's a little more expensive Vegan stuff's expensive. So. And do you have a gluten allergy? I don't have an, an, an allergy. I have an intolerance. intolerance. So it's kind of just hard for my body to process. I can't really pro process like porks, anything. Like I'm going to mm. die later probably <laughs> from eating that breakfast burrito. But I can't really process pork like I can't eat bacon. Really? Mm-hmm. So. Is, is beef hard to process too? What's the, the best meat for you? Chicken. Chicken. Fish? Mm -hmm. Good. I don't eat fish. but mm. So like vegetarian option is the best for me. Um, nice. And then weekends I'll eat like chicken or whatever. And plus, being vegetarian is cheap. So Cause, yeah, like, it is for sure. Pasta, cheapest shit. I wasn't eating pork for a while. I'm I probably pork's bad for you, but yeah, because um, there's no temperature you can cook it at where it gets all the bacteria out. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But anyway, I would go to like McDonald's and get their like sausage McMuffins without the sausage, and it'd be like a dollar, a dollar a piece. Sausage McMuffins without the sausage, so just cheese and bread. Yeah. But it's like, well, you can get egg on it too. But, oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah. But it's like the the meat is what makes the meal expensive. So if you just go to any restaurant, anything mm -hmm. like that, and just be like take the meat off, you get a big ass discount. Mm-hmm. That's true. The only thing I don't like about vegetarianism is a lot of people just eat a lot of pasta, and that starch is like gonna kick my ass. You know, like I ain't trying to fuck with that. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean. The U.S. pasta is, like, way worse for you than, like, the pasta they have in Europe. Oh, yeah. No, definitely so. And, cause, and a lot of theirs is already is pre-made and pre-cooked. like pre -cooked. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you know. But they eat a lot of meat pies over there, too. So, like, don't think that it's... I don't know. Everything they do seems to be healthier than everything we do. No, yeah. And they sell <laughs> smaller portions. Yeah, that makes sense. It's more expensive, but it's smaller portions. And, like, in Italy, they eat dinner at, like, 10 or 11 p.m. Like Not super sweet. late. Mm -hmm. And they drink wine. Yeah. A lot. But they're also like, they walk around a lot. Mm -hmm. They seem That's to be enjoying themselves. The city. Yeah. I love walking. I walked, I walked 15,000 steps in a day in mm -hmm. DC and it didn't even phase me. Nice. Yeah. Because I, I loved it. Cause I 
wanted to walk. I walked a ton in Colorado. Like, Denver and Fort Collins, it's crazy. Like, the pedestrians, like, run that shit. Like, everyone's braking all the time to let pedestrians go by. Yeah, it's no, like the polar I, opposite of Amarillo. Yes, because <laughs> like, we're on the walkability scale, we're, like, at the bottom. Yeah, for sure. Which sucks, but I love walk. I mean, I love places where you can walk. I love Austin. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd move to Austin heartbeat. And just the, the simple act of walking. You, not not even jogging. Yeah. Like just walking after yeah. a meal like helps with everything. Did you know that walking and jogging burn the same amount of calories? My, I've my, heard that. My cardiologist told me that. Yeah. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, people have been scamming you for a hot minute. And I was like, yeah. well, fuck me. And I've also read that uh, like high intensity intervals, like the sprints, mm-hmm. and then you go back down and then sprint again. It's bad for you. Um, well, no, I was told it burns calories. It burns more calories than a con- consistent jog. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I don't know, it might be bad for you. It can be bad for you if you have other issues. Mm. Um, because of the yo-yoing effect, mm-hmm. it can be bad for you. Oh, um, you can also pass out from it because your blood pressure drops. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, it's like pretty consistent. Like I think my... And then like people don't know about their max heart rate and what their max heart rate should be. Yeah, I've been reading about that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually studying to do personal training. Hell yeah. And one chapter chapter 10. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like your max heart rate is very important. That's why like things like Orange Theory, stuff like that is good because they can monitor what's going on with your body. That's what Orange Theory does? Mm Mm-hmm. They monitor your heart rate. I wasn't sure what that place was. Monitor your heart rate and, um, you know, your, the level that you need to be on. So obviously if you're in a workout class, not everyone can be on the same level. Yeah. And they know that. And so they take your, you know, all of your stats and fit that, um, fit that workout to you doing it at your pace. Mm. And everybody's doing it at their own pace. So it's not like you're still doing the same thing. So you're still rowing. Yeah. But some people can row faster. Some people are slower. Some Mm -hmm. people need more time, you know, things like that. So it really, um, delves into your, to your personal needs. I just go hard. Like as hard as I can at everything <coughs> in the gym. And it works for me. Yeah. But, I just, I, I monitor my heart rate all the time. It's part of my OCD. It's part of my, one of my, my compulsions. I probably should. So It'd be I. interesting to see. Uh, yeah. So my, like my average, like right now my heart rate's at 91 because I drank coffee and because I ate. Mm-hmm. So those two things, obviously your body is working harder and caffeine. Mm-hmm. Make sure, you know, to make sure heart rate go up. Proven, <laughs> hmm. and so, but normally I'm uh, my heart rate is around 63, 64, which is really good. Um, that's why when people say you're uh, unhealthy and you're a piece of shit, I'm like, I'll fucking kill you because you know the American Heart Association. Mm-hmm. You're you're a good heart is between 55 and technically 80. Damn, 80 is fast. Mm-hmm. No, is 91 not? is fast. Uh, no, Al, so Allie has, uh, she had PSV, mm-hmm. Paul, I don't remember how, I don't remember what it is, but pulmonary her sclerosis viasis something. Her heart rate, uh, when we, she had to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. they had to give her a beta because her heart rate was 210 or something. And the, she was pretty much tachycardic having a heart attack pretty much. Oh shit. From what? Uh, just, uh, uh there's an electrical pathway in your heart mm-hmm. um and hers was fucked up so they she had heart surgery that's scary mm-hmm. yeah that's very scary but she's okay yeah so now when her heart rate's like 180 resting she's like well that's fine <laughs> and i'm like bitch no it's not like 180 is the cap 
right where you should be kept. I mean, he's terrifying. Wow. Yep. Even when I'm working out, like, I'll get to one. <clears throat> if I'm doing hit, I'll be 177. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I'm dying. <laughs> so. It's a good feeling. Yeah, I love it. I'm addicted to it. Can't wait to work out today. That's all I'm thinking about. Anyway. I'm about to get day drunk, so. Interesting. Where are you getting day drunk at? I don't know. My friend texted me and said, hey, you want to get day drunk? And I was like, what? Yo. Sure. I don't like getting, I mean, I like the act of getting day drunk. I just don't like after when it's 5 p.m. and I'm like, I'm done for the day. <laughs> I have to go well, to bed. I, I have shit to do, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Party it up. Yeah. Um, I'll wrap it up with one last question. Okay. If you could go back. Okay. To 16-year-old Tessa. Oh, God. Okay. What advice would you give yourself? You don't have to be anything different for people to love you. Oh, that's great advice. Uh, there's a lot of ways that I changed myself for a really long time. And I realized that that's not... If somebody loves you for something you've completely changed about yourself that you're not comfortable changing, then that's they don't love you. Mm-hmm. They love what they're, what they're projecting onto you or what they see you as. They don't love you. And, you know, and I think we put a lot of emphasis in, on romantic love all the time. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be romantic love. You can have love in your life without having a partner. You Absolutely. can have, you know, like like you. Like, I love yeah. the fuck out of you. i do anything for you. If you asked uh-huh. me, I would get Same. up at 2, 2 a.m. and come and get you. And, you know, for if sure. you needed somewhere to live, you could live with me. I I would do anything for you mm-hmm. because I love you so much. I love you too. Um, but, that you know, and that fulfills me. Mm. I mean, I don't have a partner. Yeah. But... I have people who love me, and they might not be too many of them, mm-hmm. but they love me, and I think that's enough. Nice. You don't have to, you don't have to make yourself somebody different for somebody for to sure. love you. And I kind of noticed that, uh, like people, say, like you have to love yourself. Obviously, that's cliche before getting to a relationship, but you also have to be like independent enough to to the point where you're like, I don't like you need the person because they're your spouse or whatever, but like you don't, <coughs> you know that you can live without, like you know you can handle yourself. Because I feel like people get too dependent on someone. Yeah, and I, you know, I was definitely like that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Very dependent. It's easy to be that on way. Them to provide me happiness when mm-hmm. the reality is I, I'm the one who creates the happiness for yeah. myself. I'm the one who who has the ability to do that. And so if I can't do that, then how am I expecting someone else to do it for me? You know. In the words of Cat Williams, you have to be in tune with your star player. In tune with your star player. Yes. I so. love that guy. Yeah. Pimp Chronicles. Yeah. It's the Pimp Chronicles. All right. We can wrap it up. We are at 149. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for the donuts. Shout out to Grandma's Cocina. They're a sponsor of the podcast. I'm just kidding. They're not. But Dunkin' Donuts might be in the future if they want to be. They Shit. don't. They don't. They don't be. Yeah, no, I get it. All um, right. I'm plugging my handles, even plug, though I don't have social media on my, fan, um, on my phone. I'm plugging my uh, love handles. <clears throat> oh, yeah. My love handles have been plugged for a long time. <laughs> uh, so, Tessa Lene on Facebook, L-A-N-A-E apostrophe. Um, Tessa is a galaxy dancer on Instagram. Hey, Tessa Lene on fucking Twitter. I don't really check social media that much, but if you have events you'd like me to, to pump up um, in Harley the Amarillo party. area. Harley party, I can't. It's not tourism friendly. Oh, well, I'll be there. I want to volunteer. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and if you meet me in person, which you'll know it's me because I'm loud as fuck, um, I love you already. Just know it. 
Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, I think it's the fifteenth. Is that that going away tour? Mm-hmm. Okay. That'll be in front of your job. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be there or if it's gonna be in the Fibiancy space. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I'll see you soon. I'm. I think I might upload two podcasts today because we did a high history podcast um for 420 and we still haven't uploaded it because it's stuck at george's house but yeah hopefully it's episode you know 84 i think it's 83 but thanks for coming by i love you that's how i sign off now that's your sign off yeah okay peace